0: God's about to bring the whole house down, ladies and gentlemen. These bunch of sex trafficking mongrels are about to be exposed. These bunch of pedophiles in Hollywood are going to be exposed for who they are. I don't care what you think about fraudulent Sleepy Joe. He's a sex trafficking, demon possessed mongrel. He's a... He's going to expose all these bunch of pedophiles. I'm telling you, he's going to expose Kamala Harris for the Jezebel demon that she is. Whoa, 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 pastor. You need to slow your roll before you blow a fuse. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Talk about raining down hellfire and brimstone, huh? Okay. Is that the way we're going to do it now? What happened to forgiveness and repentance and, and uh, you know, hope for, for to change their ways? You know, what happened to that? You know, what happened to speaking the truth in love, you know? Well, I forgot. I don't think you know what, that, what love really is because if you did know what love really is, you wouldn't have voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, before I let me before I even tell you who this uh Yosemite Sam uh, wannabe wanna be is let me just say a couple things about this because I see a whole bunch of things that are wrong with this now before I even talk about what's wrong with it Let me talk about, let me just say this. I am a Christian, and I do believe that sin should be called out for sin. You know, I don't have no problem with that. Okay, let me make that abundantly clear. I have no problem with people calling out sin for what sin is. You see what I'm saying? I don't have no problem people calling out okay, that homosexuality is wrong because the Bible says it's wrong. I'm a believer in Christ and the Bible tells us that you should not sleep with a man as, if a man should not sleep with a man as a woman sleeps with a woman, as a man sleeps with a woman because it's abomination, you know? So there's no doubt. That's what the word of God says. You know, I know people would be mad at me for saying that, but you know, don't get mad at me getting mad at God. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that wrote it. I didn't write it. I'm a little too scared to write something like this, but God's not. But here's the thing. The funny thing about this is this passes all up in arms about, oh, how bad Joe Biden is and oh, oh how bad wicked Kamala Harris is and, you know... That he's of the left and that he is bringing wickedness and evil to the country and all this old crazy stuff. But this same, this same Jiminy Cricket up here was silent about Trump. When he told, when he told on Nationwide TV that he could walk down Pennsylvania he could walk down uh in Times Square with a load of shotgun and people would still vote for him. He didn't say nothing about that. He ain't say nothing about the fact that this is the same guy that cheated on it cheated on his wives, got divorced twice, slept with porn stars, made deals with Russia. He ain't say nothing about that. nuh uh. Didn't say nothing about that. When it comes to what happened with uh, uh George Floyd and uh with Jacob Blake and with uh Ahmaud Arbery. Arbre didn't say nothing about that. He didn't. Say, Trump didn't say nothing about it. Neither did this pastor. But you expect me to believe you're a man of God. Because if you're a man of God, you're going to call out all wickedness, no matter what it is and where it comes from. If you're a man of God. You see... Here's the problem that I have with pastors like this. And by the way, give you a little idea who this pastor is. His name is Greg Locke. Now, he is from Kentucky, if my memory serves me correctly. He's from Kentucky. And he runs a church up there. And he was one of the main biggest advocates for Donald J. Trump in 2016. Claiming that Donald Trump was God's man. That Donald Trump was the man God put in the power to take over this country. And when he was supposed to be reelected in 2020, he said, if you vote for Joe Biden, you voting for the devil. So Mr. Locke, apparently you ain't reading your Bible correctly. Obviously not. Cause if you read your Bible, if you read your scriptures like you were supposed to, then you would know that first Timothy chapter two tells us as Christians, To pray for kings and for leaders and for those who are in authority that we may lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. Did you forget that verse of scripture was in there? Or does that scripture only apply to Trump? Oh yeah, that's right. That only applies to Trump. That only applies to candidates you like. They don't apply to all candidates. You see, here's the thing. If you read your scriptures, you would read about Daniel. Daniel was... A Hebrew boy, Hebrew man, was taken into captivity along with a lot of Israel, a lot of Israel over to Babylon. Now Babylon was read by a leader by the name of Nebuchadnezzar. Now Nebuchadnezzar didn't believe in God. Nebuchadnezzar worshipped other gods. Did so when Daniel came to his country, was taken to his country. Did he go around? Saying that, oh, Nebuchadnezzar going to hell, and oh, Nebuchadnezzar going to be judged, and this, that, the other. No, 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 no. He prayed for Nebuchadnezzar. Jeremiah chapter 29 tells us to pray for the peace of the country where you are held captive. It says, because of its prosperity is your prosperity. Did you forget that was there, Pastor Locke? It's in the Bible, it's in Jeremiah. It said, build houses and settle in them. This is what he told Israel. This is what he told Israel that was held captive in Babylon. He told them, don't be rebelling against the country. Build homes and settle there. God's plan was that they were going to be there for 70 calendar years. So instead of them telling them, rebel and pray that I get that you get out, he protected them through the captivity. And when God's perfect timing came around, the Israelites were freed but not until God's purpose was taking place. God's purpose was that God was going to punish Israel and Judah for its sins. And he told them that it would be a period of three score and 10 years. A score is 20 years. Three score is 60. So 60 plus 10 is 70 years. He said that I would deliver the nation, but not until that 70 years has passed. He also told them, don't listen to any kind of prophet who would tell you otherwise. He says, because they're not speaking in my name, they're speaking in their own, on their own volition. Back to Jeremiah 29, he told them to build houses and settle there, to plant gardens and eat what they produce. He told them to pray for their leaders, for the leaders in in, in Babylon. Not to protest against them. Second Timothy 1 Timothy chapter 2 says the exact same thing: to pray for our leaders. You didn't have no problem praying for Trump when he was going around cheating on his wives for uh, fudging his tax returns. Didn't even want to show his tax returns. Companies going bankrupt. Y'all still stood for Trump. But now you want to expose Joe Biden and Kamala Harris or sit yourself down. And you call yourself a pastor. I don't know what scriptures you read, Mr. Locke, but they're apparently not the gospel message. Because what you should have been preaching in that tent was forgiveness. Not to say don't call out sin. I'm not saying don't call out sin. Sin needs to be exposed. But the same Bible in the book of of Matthew, the seventh chapter, says, Why do you say to your brother, let me, before you pull the speck out of your brother's eye, make sure you take care of that plank that's in your eye. You can't go around saying say to your brother, oh, let me get this, this little speck out your eye, and you got a big old giant plank, take the plank out your eye first. Then you'll see clearly enough to, just to take the little speck out of your brother's eye. See, that's the problem with us as believers. As people, as American spirit, anybody don't agree with us, they heathens and they go going to hell. That's the problem. We're not thinking about their salvation. We're not thinking about God's plan for mankind. God's plan for mankind does not include hell. If you read your scriptures, scripture says that God desires all men to be saved and come to a nod of the truth. His desire says that he don't desire that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Does that mean everybody's going to accept it? No, but he leaves the, inf- the door open. Now eventually there's going to come a day in time and it's coming sooner than we think that the door is going to close. And when that day comes, when that door of grace and mercy closes, the only thing left is judgment. But in the meantime and in between time, we're to preach the of mercy and the love of God. We are to tell the people, hey, The problem with America, the problem with Germany, the problem with France, the problem with the UK, the problem with Jamaica, the problem with Africa, the problem with Zimbabwe, and all the world. The whole problem of the world is sin, and the only cure is Jesus Christ. That's what you should be preaching. Anything else you preach is a waste of time. Anything else you want to preach is a waste of time and I'm just going to say it just like that because here's the thing all these pastors were all sound about Trump when all this stuff was going down when they stormed the cap- where was where was this where were you pastor when the uh when all the white people stormed the Capitol? where were you where, weren't you protesting sin then no you weren't. Because your candidate supposedly lost. So you were with that. Let me say something to y'all. The problem is we want to pick and choose what parts of the Bible we want to obey. And what parts of the Bible we want to listen to. That's not how that operates. The point of the matter is we got to be willing to obey the entire gospel or not another gospel. We can't pick and choose what parts of it we listen to. We can't sit there and say, oh, I'll listen to this, but I can't obey this because this doesn't apply to me. You can't pick and choose what part, the Ten Commandments, you're going to obey. The Bible tells us if any man, it, you know, it says if you commit, if you don't commit adultery, but you murder, you, are, you broke the law. And the further, thing, well, I ain't slept with no, I slept with nobody but my wife, but you murder people. What's the point? What's the difference? Ain't no difference. It's just like Brother Roland Martin said. The problem with people like Greg Locke, the people the problem with people like Pat Robinson and Wendell Sky and John Gray and Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes and people like this is because they don't speak on the issues that need to be spoken about. They're not P-R-O-P-H-E-Ts. No, they P.R.O.F.I.T.S. Profits. There's a difference. Sounds the same, but it's a total difference. A prophet's job, P.R.O.P.H.E.T., is to proclaim and to declare. If you're just in it for the P-R-O-F-I-T, you're going to say what people like, what you like them to say. And I hate to say it, I think that's the problem with people like this. Like Franklin Graham, like Wendell Scott, you know, They're not thinking about what the people need to hear, what the people should be listening to. You want to make the people feel good. You want to make the people dance. You want to make the people hoop and holler and jump up and down. So you just say all kind of this psycho babble that doesn't even make a lick of sense. Don't do the devil's job for him. We already know that the devil's busy, but don't make it easy for the devil. This Bible also says there will always be poor people among you. But these these clowns never mention the poor, you know. There are a lot of places I could go to, but I'm gonna say just like this. I'm gonna say it just like this. It's real simple. You can't pick what parts of the gospel you choose. You can't just sit there and say, I'm gonna preach the whole gospel, but then you sit there and say, well, I don't think they need to hear this, I'm gonna give them this. No, you either give them the whole thing or none of it. Because the bottom line is you're either preaching the truth or you're preaching a lie. It's simple as that. You either preaching what thus say the Lord or what thus says fill in the blank pastor. That's the bottom line. you either leading them on the right, on the, on the broad road that leads to hell or on the narrow road that leads to heaven. You can't help people and condemn them at the same time. You can't give to folks and take from folks too. Doesn't work like that. What you should do What you should have done, Mr. Locke, is y'all should be praying for Pat, for Joe Biden. You should be praying for Kamala Harris. You should be praying for the Congress and the Senate. You should be praying for your local leaders, your mayors, your your city councilmen, your school board members, your sheriffs, your district attorneys, your governors. You pray for your soldiers. That's what it's supposed to be. You don't just condemn folk because you don't like them or they're on the wrong side of your theology. You can't be a P-R-O-P-H-E-T if all you're thinking about is the P-R-O-F-I-T. How many likes and shares and comments you can get. By jumping around like a jackrabbit, spitting out all kinds of idiot, idiot, ignorant, ignorant stuff out your mouth. You can't hate. You can't love God and hate His people. You can't love God and hate His church. It doesn't work. The two mesh together. But this is the kind of stuff that happens. When you got preachers out there and pastors out there that the only thing they concerned about is filling up a church, filling putting bodies in pews and they ignore all of the the real deal issues that go on with the, in our world today. There's I mean trust me Prisons would be empty and schools would be full if we had more P-R-O-P-H-E-T's and not P-R-O-F-I-T's. Kids wouldn't drop out of school if we had some real prophets in the pulpit. Kids would be less likely to disobey their parents if we had some real preachers in the pulpit. Homes would be put together. Divorces would be almost un even unfathomable if we had some real men and women of God in the pulpit, America would be a great country, a really great country, if we had some real men and women of God who are willing to take a stand against wickedness, who are willing to take a stand against sin. Who are willing to take a stand against injustice that are currently going on in our world. Because he's saying the same man who was jumping up and down talking about how wicked Joe Biden was. Was dead silent on January the 6th. Not not a peep out of him. Not one peep. There were a whole lot of them like that. The reason why people cannot stand the church today is because you got pastors that are like this who just say all kind of crazy stuff out their mouth that don't make any sense whatsoever. And, you know, they say, It's about God. It's for Jesus. And I'm giving glory to God. The truth of the matter. Who's really getting the glory out of it. Because if you were about the Lord's business. The poor would be your concern. Not about whose political party you support. We wouldn't have veterans on our streets. Dying waiting to go see a doctor. We wouldn't have kids starving to death because they're out of school and they can't get no meals. We wouldn't have millions upon multiply, millions upon multiplied millions of Americans one paycheck away from being homeless. If you were about your father's business instead of being about your own business. But again, when you got people that are all concerned about P-R-O-F-I-T, you can't be an effective P-R-O-P-H-E-T. See, if you're about God's business, you got to leave your agenda aside. You got to believe what Matthew 6 and 33 says. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. You can't worry about lining your pockets. If you about the father's business, because you know, if you do the Lord's business, he going to take care of your business. That's how it operates. If you take care of God's business, he going to take care of your business. He going to make sure your business is taken care of. But if you put your business first, yeah, you may get it done, but look at what it's going to cost. And that's one reason why folks don't respect the church. That's the reason why folks stop going to church. Because of this very thing. You got these preachers that say one thing in the pulpit, live a whole nother way outside the pulpit. And the two don't mesh. Because the bottom line is either you for him or against him. Either you you your salt, or you you either salt and light, or you take if you're either wheat or you tears. You either sheep or you goats. You either on the right road or the wrong road. It's one or the other. There is no in between. Think about that. We need to we need to we need to we need preachers in that pulpit that are about the Lord's agenda. And not about our own agenda. And the Lord's agenda is souls. Black souls. White souls. Green souls. Yellow souls. Brown souls. Don't matter whether they speak English. Or French. Or Japanese. Or Vietnamese. or Korean. Arabic. Hebrew. Jesus Christ died to save sinners. Sinners. He didn't die to say labels. He died for sinners. That's what you need to be preaching in your pulpits. Am I saying you wrong for calling out uh, Kamala Harris and for Joe Biden? I'm not the one to judge, but I'll say this: If you're gonna call out, if you're gonna call out Biden and, and Harris, and not say anything against Trump, you're a hypocrite. You're a first class hypocrite. You shouldn't say anything. That's just my two cents on it. Quit quit supporting these P R O F I Ts. And let's let's put some real P R O P H E Ts on, on the map. People that are about the Lord's business, not their business. Follow me on the gram, follow me on Twitter. Who is I'm coming everywhere, in your home, in your face, live on the air. Check y'all next time. Who is Rugrat? This is Big Mail for Who is Rugrat, signing off. Peace.